0: The health benefits of ablution, salam. We know in prophetic medicine we are taught that every act of worship has tremendous spiritual as well as physical benefit. And in order for every act of worship to be valid, we have to perform ablution, also known as wudu, The special act of worship that involves our connection with water has a tremendous cleansing effect on the entire body. We know that every day we are continuously exposed to microorganisms in the environment, in the office area, on door handles, when we meet people. Everywhere in our environment, organisms exist, microorganisms, that lead to certain infections when they accumulate in the body. If we looked at the act of wudu we find that by cleansing the hands, the mouth, the nose, the ears, etc., all the areas or entry points for these microorganisms are cleansed if we look at the hands we know that under the fingernails in the creases in the hands organisms accumulate by performing at least ablution five times a day we decrease the risk of infection and this is well known we know that within hospitals health campaigns health practitioners would always recommend by increasing the washing of your hands you decrease the risk of contamination or spread of contagious illnesses let's look at the rinsing of the mouth by rinsing the mouth at least three times as recommended in the ablution Rids it of a large amount of microorganisms Which actually inhabits the mouth It is estimated that the number of germs in the saliva Is approximately 100 million per square millimeter So there's a large number of microorganisms Which feed on the food between the teeth And they grow and multiply at rapid rates Which produce acid and secretions Which affect the tooth, the gum line And the smell and odor from the mouth This also affects the colour and the function of the teeth. Rinsing the mouth at least five times a day rids the mouth of a huge number of organisms and their toxins. By rinsing the nose, sniffing water up into the nose and then expelling it has tremendous medical benefit. The most important of which is that it removes accumulated secretions from the nasal cavity. We know that the hairs in the nasal cavity collect dust, pollen, airborne spores, fungi, mold, etc. So by moistening the internal side of the nose, we keep the mucous lining in a good clean condition and we remove the microorganisms that could be clinging to the inside of the nasal cavity. And studies were shown on those individuals that perform proper wudu, according to the FIC, which recommends you snuff up water until you feel a burning sensation at the top of the septum, at the top of the nose, and you forcefully expel that water. Studies have shown that individuals that perform wudu in this way, they have minimal traces of any bacteria, as opposed to those individuals that do not perform wudu at all. So we find that the number, of strep- the number of streptococcus and staphylococcus germs are more in individuals that do not perform hudu. And these are the germs that are responsible for infections that affect our tonsils, our nasal cavities, etc. If we were to look at the manner at which surgeons would cleanse the hands and arms before they pr- perform surgery, we'll see that it will mimic the actions of hudu. Hudu does not only have a cleansing effect on the outside or the exterior parts of our body, It has beneficial effect for the inside as well. By moving the hand across certain parts of the body, we increase the circulation in those parts. It has an effect that massage would have. And we know the the portions of hudu would correlate to many pressure points that are well known in natural medicine to bring about calm and tranquility in the individual. Our contact with water has a cooling effect on the body. We know the Prophet recommended that when we perform a correct wudu, that our limbs will be shining on the day of resurrection. By having this in our minds when performing wudu, it has a calming effect on the heart. We know that the other recommendation the Prophet has given would be that when we are angry or when the emotion of anger overpowers us, we should perform a wudu. As we know that anger is a heating type of emotion and the act of wudu cools us down so it can instill that tranquility in our life. So by increasing the act of wudu and perfecting it, we will allow us to reach emotional stability we will increase our physical health and we will increase in spirituality. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. Healthy practices in prophetic medicine. Wa alaikum salam. The definition of modern preventive medicine is a branch of knowledge that concerns itself with the protection or our protection against microorganisms which could cause physical disease or psychological disease in the individual or the society so we know that microorganisms can cause various type of illnesses they exist in different colonies everywhere in our environment in the air in the water in dust in our bodies on the walls in the office area they can enter via the mouth and nose ears even via the skin they have different sizes different severities when it leads to infection the smallest of them are viruses, followed by microbes, then fungi, then protozoa, parasitic worms, etc. So we find that when we adhere to the advices of prophetic medicine, in terms of ablution, performing the ghusl which is bathing, and following the advices around oral hygiene and physical hygiene, we increase our ability to... To fend of these microorganisms We know that every act of worship Has an objective of increasing our spirituality But we have to remind ourselves That in our attempt to increase our spirituality There are other benefits which include our physical benefits, emotional well-being, psychological benefits, etc. So it's very significant to note that from prophetic medicine we are taught that as believers we have a very close connection with water. Water making up more than 70% of our bodies. Water, which covers more than three-quarters of the earth, is that element that allows us to reconnect with who we really are. So in a busy office environment, when it's time to pray and we have to perform that ablution, it has many benefits to the body and the mind. So the Prophet mentioned that we have been created on what is called a fitrah. The fitrah refers to our natural inclination. We are naturally inclined to worship Allah. When we follow the way of Islam, the way of prophetic medicine, we're following a natural way of life. And he mentioned in an authentic narration that there are 10 things that are based on the fitrah. And he named them, trimming the moustache, allowing the beard to grow, using the siwak or the miswak, which is a toothbrush, a natural type of toothbrush, rinsing the mouth with water, clipping the nails, washing the knuckles of the hands, plucking or trimming the armpit hair, shaving the pubes, and washing oneself after one has relieved oneself. So if we look at all of these actions individually, we'll see that there's tremendous benefit to the human body. To health and the prophet also mentioned that purity is half of iman it is half of belief linking physical health to our spiritual health so by no means should we separate the two it's difficult for us to understand all the physical benefits of our prayer of ablution of bathing because the knowledge is so widespread but if we look centuries ago at the growth of islam and we see as Islam spread from different societies that the the health status of those individuals were improved. It's a known fact in history that various contagious illnesses that wiped out the surrounding areas stopped at the borders of the Islamic empire simply due to the health practices of the believers. There are many other health practices that the Prophet also practice. He would encourage the use of Iter, which is sweet-smelling scents. He would use the miswak. He would encourage bathing, especially for those congregational prayers like Eid, Jumu'ah. In the upcoming segments, we'll focus on each of these healthy practices and look at its medicinal value, emotional value, psychological value, etc. And by doing this, we'll be able to have a deeper appreciation to our prayer, to our ablution, And all the recommended acts within prophetic medicine. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. Oral hygiene in prophetic medicine. Wa alaikum salam. When looking at prophetic medicine, we see that it's a compilation of preventative measures for the human being to increase our immunity to fend off offending agents like pathogens microbes that could cause illnesses and by practicing these healthy daily practices we actually increase our awareness of the environment we increase our spirituality and there's many other benefits that could accrue from these practices. Oral hygiene has been highly emphasized by the Prophet, peace be upon him. He was very particular on his presentation, his smile, the odor that emanates from the mouth, and he advised us as believers to follow in his Sunnah. So we know that good dental care plays a great role in our overall physical health, not to mention the role it plays in increasing one's self-confidence, through a pleasant smell and fresh smelling breath. Dental caries or cavities start when bacteria in the mouth react with carbohydrates, which are sugar and starches from food, which ultimately produce certain types of acid. And these acid erode or eat away at the tooth enamel. And this ultimately causes tooth decay. The damage that can be caused by oral bacteria continues for up to 20 to 40 minutes after eating. So the risk factors are basically frequent, the frequency of eating And the type of food that we eat And how long the food stays in the mouth So the faster the food dissolves And leaves the mouth The less chance there is of cavity production So we find that the Prophet has taught us That the mouth is the pathway of the Quran So therefore we should keep it clean And he always uh, commenced his ablution Or any acts of worship with oral hygiene And he made use of the miswak, And he placed a lot of emphasis On the use of the miswak. He said that the use of the miswak. Purifies the mouth, but it also pleases Allah. So He links our oral hygiene to our acts of worship in terms of pleasing Allah. So we find in prophetic medicine continuously our health is linked to ibadah, to our way of worship. To look after our physical health is obligatory as believers. So the siwak or the miswak is a type of toothbrush that found from a plant, uh, a branch of a plant that which is native to the Arab Peninsula. And the best type of siwak or miswak comes from the arak tree. And this branch, it acts as an effective tool in removing the soft oral deposits before they can actually form plaque. And scientific research has shown that the effectiveness of miswak is due to many reasons. The actual branches that you use, the fiber ends of the, of the branch, contains antibacterial agents that clean the mouth and kills germs. They act as natural disinfectants and they also prevent gum disease. We find there's a presence of chloride and silica, which helps to cleanse and whiten the teeth. The Siwak also contains vitamin C and cytosterols, which help to strengthen the gum and oral blood vessels. In addition, the role of vitamin C is also well known in reducing inflammation. The alkaline nature of the Siwak also helps to neutralize the effects of damaging acids formed by oral bacteria. Siwak also has an agreeable scent, so it gives a natural fresh breath, and this is due to the sulphur content. It also contains fluoride, essential for hardening the tooth and to prevent tooth decay. Constituents of the Siwak also increases salivation, which is a natural cleansing system of the mouth. So generally the Siwak is a perfect natural toothbrush with a gentle abrasive action that is suitable for the cleaning between the teeth. It can remove plaque, the debris, without damaging the tooth or the gum line. So the medicinal actions of the Siwak can be renewed by cutting off the tip of the twig and to expose the new fibers, which eventually lose the effectiveness over time. So you can feel the effectiveness of the Miswak as long as the, the bristles are sharp and there's a mustard-like flavor with a mild aromatic fragrance. The Prophet, peace be upon him, also mentioned, "Had it not been too difficult on his followers, he would have made it obligatory for us to use the miswak at the time of prayer." So let us try to adopt this perfect, natural cleansing method, and in doing so, we will increase our physical and spiritual health. Wa salam.